0: Hello. This is Morgan Freeman. And you are about to experience
1: Michael from Adina. And now Michael.
2: Holy shit.
1: That was an introduction I was not anticipating. I don't
2: think any of us were.
1: No, he Holy really went shit. for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. That is great.
3: Do a little, right. do a little oh, my bonus. God. Well yeah, bonus episode absolutely. here. Thank you. What a so bonus. We, we
2: did an entire <laughs> bonus episode about Michael from Medina distributing right. without Michael actually being here. Without
0: him being here.
2: Now we have you here.
0: Well, That's so right. <laughs> this Great. is amazing. And, and we we did here. not prepare yeah. in advance uh with all of the uh clips of adoration. It's true. <laughs> and, I should have made buttons. And uh Inebriated, uh, discussing about how great you were. So, uh, but so the anyways, best button
2: that I have to to you got, you remember this moment is,
0: shit.
2: Oh yeah.
0: All right,
1: here. Nice. <laughs> hey, Michael. That was really nice. I feel like you guys deserve some adoration too, though. This has ah. really been fun, and I really <laughs> like how, I really like you guys. Everything. I'm just, I've listened to the show, so obviously I know how it goes. But it's really fun to see you guys work and to kind of to see you guys really actually do have your your shit together here. It's pretty
2: crazy. <laughs> we don't well, feel you. like we do, but I'm glad that it it sounds like it. this well, this is this bonus you, episode isn't to talk about us at all. It is no. to talk about you and all the amazing things that you've brought to Cincinnati, one of which is not the beer that we're drinking right now. Um, I it's actually nice beer, brought though. to to try or to have Marco try. Yeah. West Side's uh, cucumber Serrano Goza. Which Marco can't drink a lot of, but he said oh, that he would love amazing. to have
0: some, oh, yeah, I did. a
2: taste or two it, of Yeah,
0: that was the caveat. You said, I'll buy it if you'll drink some. And I said, I will have so, a little bit. Yes. And so you did. Now, so, after
2: I had it in the tap room there, I'm, I was going to buy it anyway, regardless of oh, if you okay, wanted it good. or not. But... I would love to know what, what you think of it. So, Michael, you've already had some of yeah. those pour. There's still some more in the can if you really want any like more. It. Yeah, because I still have three, so. uh, two other cans at home. So, yeah, absolutely. Have as much as you would like. So,
1: this is a perfect example of a pepper beer that is spicy, but it's not like a prank that you're playing on your friend. Or something oh, yeah. Like so, you have actually... you
2: had any of Fibonacci's Carolina Reaper variants? No.
1: That sounds. Interesting, those, though.
2: yeah, they do. Um, on occasion, they'll do a variant of their Double IPA Earth Daisy,
1: mm-hmm. mm. and
2: their their Stout toll house with Habanero. I'm sorry, Carolina Reapers infused. Mm. They That's only, spicy. They only bottle like it, it because mm-hmm. it will ruin their tap lines if they try to run it through yeah. a draft. That is one of those. It'll melt your face. Okay, it's yeah. good. It is incredibly, incredibly good. But it will melt your face. This this is,
1: like, this is like a real beer.
2: This is like the perfect balance of that spice. So you yeah. like it, Marco?
0: Oh, this is this is great. I, I don't it's, know. It, it's it's, it's stupidly it's, uh, well balanced. It's uh, saltiness and uh, spiciness. It's 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 great. Um, good.
2: I wish you could have more. I would love to bring you an entire four-pack of it, it's, but I don't want to kill you because yeah, I want to continue to record episodes with you. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, Michael, welcome. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. You, of course, anybody who's listening to us, know that you know we went on for a whole extra episode <laughs> and gushed about uh, how much, uh, how highly I I thought of you and it's of your us. business, yeah. and and so it's it's really cool to have you here and. Uh, thanks for reaching out to say I'd I'd love to come on the show. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank and you for having me. Of course, and I miss That's... I miss working with you, Marco. I it miss was working fun. with you. Yeah. I really do. So really what's do.
2: what's fun is I I think the Adina story has been told on a couple of different sure. podcasts, a couple of different times. So I don't mm-hmm. want to c- to repeat over and over and over. But what I would love to do for this episode is talk about how both Marco and I, mm-hmm. in our own separate ways, met you and ha- and formed our obsession. To right. to say the least, with, yeah. with what you're doing with Adina, and to thank you for the beers that you're bringing into Cincinnati. So, Mark, do for you sure. want to? We,
1: we do have like a whole team. Like we have. Yeah, we yeah, we, yes. have, we have five well, sales reps, oh, a uh, warehouse manager, two Absolute. drivers. A biz, you know.
2: Yeah, and it's, they and they all do an absolutely phenomenal job. And, and this is in no way Michael trying to. And Michael does a
1: great
0: job when he always talks about. Correct. His business he always talks about his team
2: correct and and what i was gonna gonna say is that this isn't in any way trying to say you know it is all you it's it's just you and just you know you're whatever because without a team there would not be an adina there
1: would not and we be definitely
2: want to, and i definitely want to talk about that as kind of a big part of this bonus episode i was just saying that because you are here, not the entire team, I'd love to just kind of share the stories of how Mark and I met you, and then let you take the stage and talk about Adina and the amazing team and everything you're doing to bring these ridiculous breweries into Cincinnati, and a little bit about how some of those breweries, as good as they are, competing with what Cincinnati Beer has to offer, like what kind of a challenge that is for right. you. So, Marco, I want to throw it to you first. Sure. With uh, how you met Michael. I and, and,
0: met Adina. him in line at Cincy Beer Fest uh, several years ago. I had heard the I believe it was the Gnarly Gnomes uh, podcast mm-hmm. Cincy Brewcast, right. uh, the Cincinnati with, Brewcast. Uh, yeah, that one <laughs> uh, with uh, Michael talking about him starting up his distributorship, his local small, you know, craft beer distributorship. And I had a relationship with, uh, of course, I was I was brewing at Cellar Dweller, and we had a rep from uh, who were who we were represented by at the time, uh, who we really liked, uh, uh, clicked with very well. And I listened to the episode, I was in line, and Michael happened to be behind me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how we ended up striking up a conversation. I don't know if you even remember that we did. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: because did. Kyle is the guy you're talking about. Kyle. He was our first Kyle. employee. He yeah, still yeah, yeah. works for us. He's phenomenal. He does. He's our sales rep. Now he's sales rep for us. He is, um, I mean, cumulatively our number one sales rep. He's sold more beer than anyone else. Um,
0: Kyle was uh, Kyle was fantastic for us, uh, for the the place that we were with, and then, uh, it just, I don't, I, we were, you just happened to be in line behind me, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how we struck up a conversation, but yeah, Kyle Kyle was a common denominator. It we kind of connected and and conversed a little bit uh, mm-hmm. that way, and then. Uh, cellar dweller wound up uh, being able to uh, part ways uh, with the distributorship that we were with and had a discussion with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we we had a a partnership there, an agreement. Things happened and, and, you know, took different turns. And, you know, the the owner at the time was into distributing and then, you know, things changed.
1: There's no hard Uh, feelings.
0: No, no, no. Things changed, and, and it was a lot of things, kind of all at once, for a new owner of, of a winery that mm-hmm. also was a brewery, that also is a restaurant, that also has an outdoor patio space, that also does two different big events, you know, a year. And so, uh, we pulled back uh, from distributing beer, uh, which we really don't uh, distribute beer anymore. The time that I met and interacted and, and worked with Michael was was really fantastic and uh the
1: first time maybe
2: (laughs) (laughs) all went downhill after that one
0: no i mean it it's it's all been great and like i said in that podcast episode where i was just gushing about uh how great a guy you were and and how just really i I loved interacting with you and, and and honestly you know just uh missed having the opportunity to share a beer with you it's great that you know you listen to the podcast and the, mm-hmm. that you're here and i and i truly appreciate you being here
1: well, thank you <laughs> it, was good. No, it was great when I, when I say like i'm sure you know who knows where you know our, our paths may cross again for sure the, yeah. The, yeah. But i down and you know yeah but, uh, it, no, it's, it's, that would be great but you know at least i'll always you know come in and guest produce your podcast or something. That, oh, that'd yeah. be any time <laughs> you know where we are every
2: tuesday if you're in the area and you have Nothing better to do. We would love nothing more than for oh, you to pop in, and we'll
1: and we'll it, either set
2: up a mic for you if you're like, eh, "I'm just not feeling it." We'll just throw you a laminated show sheet, and you, you can just write careful. down stuff. I mean, stuff. the yeah. slopeboard
1: that's it's a, a powerful draw too. The combo might just be irresistible. Sure. It is. do I mean, that was fun. I mean, I don't know if we can name drop CJ, but you two for sure. were fantastic to uh, to work with, and you know, very receptive to what we were doing. And the puzzle pieces thing was Jimmy's straight up you know was an adina brainchild as far as like what we you guys i mean but you guys were all on board we were like well, this is what we want to see in the market you were like this is what we want to brew blah 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 and you know we were able to get that product out and people it really resonated with people and that was an example of us kind of trying stuff that you know for a variety of reasons we just weren't able to to follow up on it which is too bad but you know we, yeah. we i think that that was definitely a, a willingness to kind of listen to us and to also go out. And I mean, I feel like there were times that you were putting six barrels in your car to take down. You know, we were, I think both you and CJ might have gotten out and talked to accounts. Yes. This is very big. Yes, we did. <laughs> very nice to see people. You know, I would say extra mile, but it's really just the mile you have to do to sell beer outside of the tap room is to actually go outside the tap room and sell it. Um, uh, you, which is always appreciative when you, when people will do that.
0: I, I remember uh, you scheduled a uh, a beer tasting at Arrow in oh what was it? Arrow Wine Spirits
1: in Centerville. Yeah, Centerville. Did you go? I did. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I, I did. appreciate
1: that. That's a good account. They sell a lot of good. Yeah, they sell I, did. A lot of I
0: did it. I, I had a good time. That's I, great. I had a
1: good that's time. That's fantastic. And so, I, Michael, something that, that you... You couldn't follow up on that. No, yeah. apologize
2: for the interruption there. No,
1: sorry about that. Go. No,
2: no, all good. Um, So, something that you said kind of mm-hmm. pops up a question into my into my head as a non-brewer, someone that's not part of the, the craft beer internal scene, I guess, if that makes sense, and brewer, distributor, all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How much... Do you, as a distributor, try, I don't want to say try to influence a brewery, but try to work with a brewery on what they're making to put out there in market?
1: It's a value that we provide, okay. frankly. Okay. Is the you know
2: Kind of a, this is what we're seeing that people are buying. Yeah. Is this I something that in, you're able to... okay?
1: Our okay. sales team is in all the accounts anyone wants to be in every week. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we're not we don't have our eyes glued to iri data because that's just not the world we live in
0: no i mean uh, and please explain oh IRI I, data I know is i know the, what yeah. iri data is but please explain to our listening audience what iri Antimane.
3: data is yeah.
1: just yeah. the just it's stuff that you're seeing it's mostly chain stuff so it's okay. stuff that's right. selling in like walmart kroger okay. meyer that kind of stuff there's a it, it's it's scanned not, data yeah.
0: from big from big uh
1: chains yeah that, gotcha. that's actually yeah gotcha. that's perfect okay so cool. it's oh. verifiable data but it's uh as far as we're concerned a fairly biased data set because bc's isn't on that you know cat right. isn't on that jungle gyms isn't on that arrow wine and spirits isn't mm-hmm. on it higher dorothy gravity. lane higher higher gravity. gravity. yeah, yeah all yeah. these places that are such a big it's, part of craft beer it's are literally not the, in that the,
2: yeah. the biggest of the big that are yeah. selling to they're selling on a macro level and not a micro level. Yeah, thing, Whole if Foods that makes is sense. probably
0: on
1: it. Whole Foods is probably on it, yeah. yeah, but okay. Whole Foods okay. isn't what it used to be either.
0: Oh well, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I it's been a long time yeah. since I've been in a Whole Foods. Well, that's the,
3: cool. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it basically it kind of that's kind of I think one of the reasons why we've been so successful is because our competition, they know, like especially they know these are good accounts, but they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think they realize that. It's a different animal than I mean they know it's different than Kroger they know it's different than Walmart but they don't they don't I understand think,
2: the depth of what these breweries yeah can so I think they're
1: still kind of they're still trying to feed I mean but I mean the thing is now I mean we have we have pipeworks in Kroger we have Untitled Art in Kroger we have it's so ridiculous we have to think three about. facings of Listerman you know. We have six facings of Brink. I mean, we have, you know, we're going to get Bromari's going into Kroger next, uh, the next reset. Really? They're asking, oh, me, for so they're asking me for stuff. They're asking so, me. Mean, even, even Kroger, I mean, Kroger is different than all, all the other ones. Mm-hmm. They really get it. It is still the case that they are the largest grocer in the world. BC's is Brian and Caleb and sure. Ben and Ben and. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah to kind yeah, of kind of lead that tell, into sort of your, my story and tell your story yeah. so i met you was it the first year that adina was open? oh it was the first or couple months first couple months
1: very early on that's that's why i remember it because i was like <laughs> i was still doing everything and so, it was just like so cool to see someone who was so into craft beer and like was so interested in how the whole thing worked and was just like very much like got what we were trying to do even before we were even perfect at getting what and we were what trying to do. Yeah. yeah,
2: so way back in the day, I, I, I need to have that kind of Titanic gif, you know, it's been 84 years <laughs>
3: kind of thing. Sure.
2: Uh, I guess five years ago, five-ish years ago, it'd be
1: four, it'd four and, be three, and a half, three, something. It's, 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 probably, it's three and a half years
2: because so, eons in the craft yeah. beer world mm-hmm. when you're talking about timelines. Yeah.
0: Oh, that, that was back when there, we had what six thousand craft beers.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got and ten thousand yeah. now. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So there was a pint night at one of the bottles, well, yeah, bottle this shop Del High liquor, liquor store yeah. close to me, Delhi Liquor a new brewery that was being distributed in the area called Lake Rat Brewing. There's going to be a pint night, so I told my boyfriend, hey, let's go up, let's try this. And you were up there along with the one of the owners of Lake Rat, I believe. Owners are one Vance, of the breweries. Vance, Nation. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: He's a character. Had,
2: uh, he, he was a lot of fun to talk to. I still remember Brew Juice, the IPA that... It's, Im- uh, it's
1: important to remember that Vance is my sister's husband's brother's girlfriend's it's Dad. like a
2: 6 degrees wow. of, of Kevin Bacon <laughs> as far as brewery like there's a whole chain a whole thread here.
1: I I know it all was, the people involved. yeah. But it is yeah. fun it is fun to say that. Yeah. It is
2: very cool to, to hear them, to see like all those connections. But I ended up spending like we thought we'd go up there and maybe be there like half an hour, have a pint, buy some beer and 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 be done. I talked a lot to Vance and a lot to mm-hmm. you, you about bringing all of these You wanted to bring local breweries that weren't distributing into the distributing market or however you properly phrase that, Mm -hmm. but also bring in craft breweries, smaller breweries from outside of the Cincinnati area Mm
1: -hmm. that
2: Adina as a company felt needed to get that extra push, that extra visibility into Cincinnati, which was already establishing itself as a huge craft beer scene. And I think we ended up being there for like two or three hours. It
1: yeah. was a fun <laughs> just pint talking night. to you guys. It
2: was amazing. We still have the 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 Lake Rat Brewing oh, pint those glass, are cool. yeah, that they gave us, and that made me think, man, I hope they're still doing all right up there. Brew juice is still, and if I had it today, would it be the same as when I had it three and a half, four years ago? Maybe, maybe not. I would love to still get a can of that if yeah. if if I could, but. That's how you and I met, and that's mm-hmm. how kind of I started going down the rabbit hole of out of Cincinnati craft breweries. And, man, here's, here's a company that is willing to look for good craft breweries, not just the huge names that, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, to use what, what Mark you got, Zombie does. That shows up on occasion. Yeah. This is before it was a, a mainstay on the shelves here. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily what... I wanted, I wanted to see these smaller companies that were doing amazing things with craft beer, but just needed to get that extra, that extra visibility that you were willing to provide. And I say, I want to kind of clarify when I say you, it's not directly just Michael, it's Adina as a, as a whole company, because you have an amazing team. You guys have brought Ridiculous beers into Cincinnati, and oh, for sure, and it's and it's amazing. But
0: but it is Michael as the uh, he's the face of the face, the the vocal um, uh, person uh, that talks as a a proprietor of a company. It is cool to know that that many years back, you know, it's just another one of those uh, sort of stratospheric. Weird things that mm-hmm. uh, not only do you and I share a birthday, but you and I had <laughs> met Michael from Adina, yeah. uh yes. you know, in different ways. And uh, Michael uh, remembered you and then, yeah, of course, knows so cool. me mm-hmm. uh, because of uh, our history. And so. Um,
2: so what I want to do before I crack this beer is I want to know the difficulties that Adina has, because I don't know if this has really been talked about in any of the other podcasts that have mm-hmm. covered Adina all of the craft breweries that maybe you want to bring into Cincinnati? Yeah. Like, what is what is the challenge? Because Cincinnati is kind of a city. Pipeworks has kind of established themselves here. Thanks yeah. to you guys. But there have been oh, so many other beer. breweries that, that make great beer. Yeah, They're kind of that flash in the pan. I mean, mm-hmm. Cincinnati's like, oh, this is awesome. We'll buy everything. And then it's like, okay, we're over it. Where, again, Pipeworks... Has stuck around longer than most. What kind of challenge is that for you to to do that? As you sat down, yeah. Ninja, versus Unicorn. Ninja
1: versus Unicorn uh, helps this. out quite a bit because um, be, yeah, that means quality beer. Um, so yeah, I mean, our competitive advantage is I mean, we just have to go out there and find the breweries that can distinguish them, distinguish themselves in a city with eighty or 70 or 80, you know, it's probably, it's probably close to like 50 independent, 55 independent craft breweries. Um, that's what we do. I mean, it's like you, and uh, I've already given Kyle his uh, very much deserved shout out. The entire uh, team Holy is Cross. amazing. Yeah, Andrew Decker is a huge asset, both. He's a great salesman. He's a salesman for this account uh, here. Yeah, he's, it, he's a fantastic salesman. He also, he knows craft beer. He used to run Landlock Social House. He, he does a lot of our picking up breweries, um, he and I worked very hard to get Pipeworks in together. Uh, he's independently brought in a bunch. Uh, Bissell was him. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. He did, uh, Falling Knife recently came in. We're about to get Burley Oak is going to be coming in. Ooh. Um, we're pick, we picked it up. Ye, what is today? Wednesday? We today. picked it up. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's right. These so we, holiday we weeks up. and we stuff up are two, We picked it up today. Um, he's, I mean, a bunch. Like, he helped me out with, uh, 18th Street. He helped me out with, uh. Um, I mean, pretty much everything, you know, I'm, if even if it's my idea 100%, I'm running it by him. So we, we got some mm-hmm. cool stuff coming in. Unseen Creatures was 100% him. Um, so he, he helps out quite a bit and, it, and he brings in a ton of stuff. And what we're looking for is stuff that people who are, I mean, a lot of times it's what people are buying on the gray market. They're buying, a, you know, they're, they're having people mule them, trading, all this kind of stuff. FedEx, like, fuck that. You know what? We got good good beer. Why why don't we pick that beer up? You don't have to pay secondary prices. You don't have to, you know, break the law. You don't have to pay for shipping. Is it really
2: breaking the law if you haven't gotten caught?
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, mean, think,
2: I think
0: from yeah. his perspective, yeah. he needs from, to, yes, yes, he needs absolutely. To Adina, does not, to the law.
2: Adina does not. Adina does not do that. I'm just saying there there are indiv- it, purely we, these
1: lawbreakers are yes. are competitors, yes. so exactly. right, and potential that's customers. That's true. That's true. So oh um, for sure. So that's what we, that's basically what we're looking for. Is okay. Andrew's great? I bump into him all the time <laughs> over yeah. here. Yeah. The customers are already there. We're just trying to cut out. that middleman and Mm -hmm. become the new middleman. The ones who actually understand freight are able to get stuff reliably here. And some some breweries are, like, satisfied with that, but we're finding now that the allure of just having a truck truck come and pick up all the beer and not have to worry about it, not have to pack individual boxes or, you know, sell it to, you know, maybe 2018 they would have a release and people would be lined up the door and leave and it's all gone now those people are sitting at home or driving to bc's and seeing what they got so now this this market here is becoming more appealing to them so we've been able to get a lot of good stuff and what we're bringing in is just stuff that is kind of on a different level than your typical stuff that is available out in the world because it's local, mm-hmm. so that's our kind of. I mean, two thirds what we sell have sold is. Um, I mean, Listerman and Brink are big, big, big deals for us. Mm-hmm. But I and think that's that awesome all that time, you're helping
2: them to actually distribute and get out there. I mean, Brink especially it used to be if you wanted Brink beer, mm-hmm. you had to go to Brink and figure out parking, and it's a small tap room. I mean, if they're super busy, you might be, you might not stick around to have anything the fact that you guys are able to step in and say we can help you with this, we can get you out into the world is amazing.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what we're, those are kind of the partners we're looking for is people who really there is a, you know, we're going to be the solution Mm -hmm. for their distribution, not we're going to create Some kind of, you know, we're going to help facilitate a solution rather than create Create a solution,
3: solution. which
1: is what I mean, a lot of times people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. People are asking for distribution or looking for distribution. They're looking for us to create a solution. Yeah. And I've been in conversations before where it's just they have a number that they need to hit and you're just like, well, that's
2: not really going to work it's for just not gonna, sure you're not sure i mean it, we're not, not going to do it you're running a business yeah. i mean you have to be able to pay the bills for the business you have to be able to pay all your employees mm-hmm. and no matter how much either you want a particular brewery to sign with you or you guys want to sign a particular brewery if those numbers aren't being met to pay the brewery's bills or adina's bills you really have to, I guess, weigh
0: that idea? I don't know, but I I, yeah. I would imagine you could speak to, I mean, from, okay, you say uh, uh, a set in Kroger coming up, mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. set. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it, clearly uh, the big guys are getting the majority of that set. And, oh, yeah. And, and then, so how many SKUs – Say, would a new brewery Bissell Brothers? Yeah. How many SKUs is, is Bissell Brothers getting? Like one?
1: Oh no, no, we don't. We don't sell Bissell to Kroger.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they don't. Those we don't. Are we don't have it. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. We, mean, it, we, we, we get I, like we get like two pallets of that we we're, we're, so just like what what ha- this is just behind the curtain. So hopefully none of our my, I guess customers can hear this. No. So basically like we get a pallet of cases. 80 cases total. Mm-hmm. We get a pallet of half barrels. That's 8 case, That's 8 half barrels total. We get a pallet of sextols, which is 20 sextols total. Mm-hmm. That's it for the entire state of Ohio, all 21 wow. million human beings thirsty for Bissell Brothers. That's all we that's get.
3: That's it. Yeah. And
1: we've we got we've gotten that twice and we're not going to get it again until it starts snowing in, Ma- in Maine again. So that's basically it. So
0: That's okay. so cool. So, I mean Okay, so uh Good example to use mm-hmm. for that description. Yeah. Bad example to use for the Kroger example. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and and thank you for for that elaboration because that elaboration is uh, is is really eye opening, right? Yeah, so to, to me- anybody who understands uh, volume of beer, yeah. uh, You know, a pa- eight kegs, yeah, on a pallet is that's.
1: Four, four barrels. barrels. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. four barrels.
1: Right. You know, I. Ryan Grace made a hundred thousand barrels of beer. I most years.
0: Yeah, I, Ryan Grace probably did one hundred ten.
1: You probably spill four barrels a day. You know. Yeah. I mean, I
0: mean, <laughs> I brew on a five barrel system, so you got mm-hmm. less half barrels than I can make in one run. Yes. And then you got sextels, six barrels. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's It's
1: it's. Roughly the same deal. I mean, you're talking about six barrels, right? Basically,
0: right. So, um, on a, on a Kroger set, how many skews? So, how many placements for a new brewery? Are you actually getting? I mean, oh, we.
1: I mean, that's. I mean, it really does depend. So, for example, with Bramari, we thought that was going to be a cool little fun thing, and then Kroger says, "No, we know who these guys are. We want them." That's so we, awesome. didn't yeah, so we, we didn't pitch them. So we didn't pitch them. That's yeah. so awesome. So it's the same deal with with Pipeworks. I did know that they were going to want it. And mm-hmm. it does. I mean, I, I don't really want to talk too much about it. No, but no, no, I will no, tell no, you no, that people, yeah. I mean, like the idea that Kroger is just this big box store that doesn't understand craft beer and that isn't attuned to what's going on.
2: I feel like I want it's, to give Kroger a little more credit than that. They yeah. least The
1: idea that that's the case is not gotcha, the case. Gotcha, that, is, that, gotcha. is, that is the straw man I was setting up gotcha. to knock down. They get it. And it's still challenging because it's still a very large grocer and there's a lot of things that a very small company has to do to try and make everything work and you can see the gray in my beard. It hasn't always worked, <laughs> but I mean, it is, I mean, we have like 28 or 29 SKUs approved in Kroger, it's.
2: That's so freaking yeah. So cool. Yeah,
1: but being like, we're never gonna be in Walmart. We're never, I mean, we might be at Meijer. But we might, we're never gonna be in Circle K. We're probably never gonna be in UDF. And that's just not, because they're not, I, we just don't, there's not gonna be the relationship with the beer buying customer that we need mm-hmm. to sell the beer that we can sell. So that's but, really yeah. the issue here. I mean, if you talk to the to producer, Ben, about beer, he's going to know our product and he's going to be able to sell it. In part because he's an incredibly intelligent guy who knows, I mean, he's a very smart beer dude. Mm -hmm. And then he's also talking to our smart beer people who know beer and who are going to tell him what's special about this beer and how it can connect to the people who are going to buy the beer when they come in. And that's how we do it. We We don't hit every single beer selling place. We drive past liquor license holders every day Mm -hmm. that could not sell our product and we choose relationships where it's going to work not again not just because we're picky and snobby it's because we know that we've learned from experience in some ways that just because just getting a placement just you know doing a hard sell sell and getting in there it's not going to move and you're just going to waste everyone's time and the beer's going to go bad, well, and you're going to hurt the brand.
0: That's,
3: go ahead, Marco.
0: No, I, that, that's great, and if you have a question about that, go ahead and ask it, Julia, because I, I want to ask something else.
2: This was going to be slightly slightly different on that, and I know that it's a little after 8 o'clock. I know that you have oh, yeah, something you need to do. So I, so I was just going to say um, kind of sort of one comment on something that I just learned from what you said and then kind of try to re- wrap this up with a question to all three of us. What you said about the availability, like Bissell Brothers mm-hmm. specifically, you're probably not going to get that opportunity until, like, winter
1: Yeah, so whenever they're summer tourist as season some, ends. As
2: someone who isn't super tied into kind of the distributing network, to me, Bissell Brothers came out. It was amazing, and then it's gone. So my the way that I looked at that, which is an incorrect view of, the, of how the world works, I guess— is I guess they were good, but weren't they weren't good enough to stick around in Cincinnati. But that's not always the case. Sometimes the brewery just can't produce enough to where you can keep it on the shelves oh, yeah, definitely. full time. As I said, there are a lot of breweries that Adina and other, other places bring into Cincinnati that mm-hmm. sell incredibly well, but for whatever reason... It just doesn't stick around, and it's interesting to learn that maybe it's not that. Maybe it's not so much of a. We bought it all out this first round, but then we're like, "Yeah, we can get an IPA, a stout, or whatever that's just as good. That's local." And say you don't bring it back, it could one hundred percent be the brewery. Yeah, maybe it's not us, it's them. Exactly, it's it's not our problem; it's their problem, which is really cool. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that.
1: Places that, well, because a lot of times it really does depend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typically, if you see a brewery and then you don't see it, that is because it didn't work out. But I mean, especially with a lot of our stuff that has a little bit more limited availability, Mm -hmm. that you know they're kind of, they want it to go to, they would rather go to the BCs of the world Mm -hmm. in many states than to just try to go, we're gonna go to the border states, we're gonna hit every single account, we're gonna hit every single Mm -hmm. place. And the thing is that the reason why they can do that is because they can do that. And Makes sense. instead of doing, because I mean, there are breweries, and I think I talked about this a little bit. I mean, there's just most breweries can't sell very well outside of their home radius. We have to find the ones that can.
2: Right. Yeah. So, Marco, what did you want to say before so, I rein this all in and, and wrap this? So up? you,
0: uh, I, uh, because we have relationship uh, mm-hmm. prior uh, to, to the podcast. I know. Uh, from social media that you celebrated uh, ten years yeah. in the beer business. Congratulations! And um, in that ten years, uh, what is a nugget or two uh, that you've learned that, as uh, either positive, or negative, that you know, looking back on the past ten years, that you would want to 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 say out loud or share?
1: Well, there's no fucking point in selling bad beer and beer you hell don't like yeah. So hell yeah hell yeah i love be, that i love I've, it anytime every time i've just any you always need to put the beer first it's such a cliche and but is it well it is an Is know? i mean like we yeah. just to yeah. me it just people people just know people find out they just there's you can't No matter how long you've been, 10 or 20 or 50 years, however long you think you've been in the industry, that you think you're going to be able to outsmart the people who pay money to drink beer, you're just not going to do it. You're not going to. You're just not going to do it. It's never going to happen. And so that's really, that's the thing I've found is that's where we, we find it. Sometimes it seems arbitrary. Sometimes it feels a little silly what people like and what people want, but at the end of the day. Most people in craft beer, most craft beer drinkers, they don't care that there's a Super Bowl commercial about it. They don't care Mm -hmm. that you can, you know, if you you get in a rebate, you can get a hat. They want good beer that's going to resonate with them. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that means it meets a certain quality level and it's local. For other people, it meets a higher quality level and it has a reputation. And so what we found... Is We try and find as high a quality beer that has best reputation that that we can find. I mean, it's really that simple because places like we're recording right now, that's all they they care about. And the reason they care about it is because that's what their customers care about. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to make, you know, we're all trying to put a beer in a man's hand or, or a woman's hand and and have a, uh, you know, and, and get just a tiny bit of money because beer is very expensive <laughs> to make <laughs> yeah. and people don't want to pay very much for it and it's also very heavy. It's hard to, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, the amount of volume. Like we, it happens it's, to me all the time. So yeah. we had a, I, I can just do a quick digression. We had a, a very interesting experience with a freight company. They brought beer in and it was a completely messed up palate. But we, we get like I get so many funny questions from the drivers who just are, are their minds are blown about what we do, and I could tell when I tell them that like some of these four packs are like twenty one ninety nine, he's like just like they can't believe the beer. I mean, why my,
2: would someone pay that much? My, yeah, yeah.
1: my I had a conversation with my dad who has been so involved in this company. He's been so <laughs> helpful. Yeah, I mean he was you know doing beer deliveries. He helped pull you know refrigeration. He's been so involved in this. And he was like, you know, he he drinks craft beer too. He's like, You get you charge twenty one ninety nine at four pack. Like, listen, if someone bought a bottle of fucking wine for twenty one ninety nine, like you would just think that's a good bottle of wine. Right. No you one would, would blame. You would not question. You would not question the and like look, beer is more expensive to brew. It had some of the ingredients are more expensive. And to be honest, like you can Look get astronaut as, food. You can get as drunk on a four pack of our beer as you can a bottle of wine, at least, if not more. <laughs> and it, it drives me crazy when people question like, well, you know, like, wow, just beer twenty one ninety nine? It's just and but you know people do logger
2: that we're selling. Yeah. Well, I mean he's yeah. uh, he's not,
1: he's never been. Oh, he's just a, he's general, a dark, for the yeah, delivery yeah.
2: drivers and all yeah. that. He's
1: yeah, he's a, he's a pretty dark. He's a dark beer drinker, but he I've caught him drinking Florida seltzer now from <laughs> uh, from Ontario. The ones I give give my mom. So nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, we're going to have to have you back. Uh, Absolutely. Because I, sure. uh, first of all, love uh, hanging out with you. Yes. This has been great. And it's been, yes. been too long since you and I have gotten together. Likewise. The other thing is that. It's uh, been years. It's been <laughs> years. Yeah. You, it has been years. And, and it's, um, uh, it, it's been too long. I want to come back together. And I'd love to do you bring Untitled Art in. Mm-hmm. If you I get collective
2: arts, because it's on your pint glass, and, oh. the, and the Newbert Report is all about collective arts.
0: I, I, would, <laughs> I would love to uh, come in and do another round of uh, N.A. beers. Okay, yes. great. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, and absolutely. the um, um, Untitled art stuff was so by good. far heads and tails above and it was also by far the most expensive, expensive yes. Uh, That's kinda
1: how I mean it's just it's just like it's the same deal. If you just wanna compare untitled art beer versus the oh, average beer out there. I get that. It's the same deal with that. seltzer, it's
0: the same deal with the I'm just gearing you up for it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if it's going to be soon, meaning two, three weeks, or soon, meaning like uh it, As long as you know, it's in not in another December. couple of years. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, so, what I want to
2: wrap this up, because I know that you need to get out of here, you need to get home. I want to wrap this up by all of us giving the brewery that we would love to see come into Cincinnati, hopefully oh. through Adina, but just something, even if it's a white whale, something that I don't know if they're because it's a Norwegian brewery. I have no mm-hmm. idea. But just what is a brewery you would love to see available in Cincinnati sure. that, and we'll just say that, you know, maybe Adina could have a hand in. And then, Michael, I'm going to have you go last so that you can plug anything you want to plug for Adina, you for know, sure. how to follow you, how, mm-hmm. to, how to know what Adina's doing, what you're bringing into Cincinnati. Uh, Mark, do you want to start? Do you want
0: me to start? Sure, I'll start. Okay. Uh, okay. I, it's easy for me. Uh, it's Carton Brewing out of uh, New Jersey, and the reason why is because I've never had a beer from Carton Brewing. Okay. I love uh, the steel. This beer, which has John Hall. And Augie Carton uh, uh, as a podcast, Mm -hmm. and John Hall is a fantastic beer writer, and Augie Carton is an extremely fascinating uh, brewer, uh, brewer, brewery owner. I just I would love to have Carton Brewing out of New Jersey here, so that I can uh, taste the things that he talks about, that he's passionate about, and. It's easy for me, and that may be nobody's white whale uh, except for mine, uh, but that's me. I'll have to that's look them up.
1: I'm, I'm now really okay. interested. All
2: right, cool. And this is one that you and your entire team are pretty big in the like Facebook craft beer communities, like yeah. the Cincinnati Craft Beer Club. Every now and then there'll be a post about what breweries do you want to see in Cincinnati, and you or one of your team members is always like, hey, are you making a list? Are you keeping an eye on what people are saying? And I absolutely <laughs> love that. This is one that I mention every single time. Hitchhiker Brewing out yes. of out of Pittsburgh. Um, I found them when I was out there a couple Never times heard of this for place. work. They are absolutely Pittsburgh. phenomenal. They did a collaboration with Listerman <laughs> the right before the Bachfest parade, before the shutdown. Actually, yeah. um, facts about cats. I think. I think. I'm pretty sure. Something about... Oh, cats, shit. If it's
0: about cats. Cats Julia were found involved
2: somehow. It. Well, I actually knew about that before the club came out because I was working in Pittsburgh at the time, went to Hitchhiker, and ended up talking to whoever was the current owner, or one of the owners. I don't know the whole situation over there mm-hmm. now. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, we're actually doing a thing with Listerman. I'm like, Listerman? I love Listerman. I'm right there. So kind of got a little sneak peek of like the label design that they were thinking about on his phone and all that good stuff. Nice. Um, but Hitchhiker Brewing, I love love the beers that I have been able to bring back from them. So that is the one that I will throw out there. And Michael, let's let's wrap this up with what would you like to see?
1: Well, I know we got Cincinnati. a couple coming in, but uh, what's what, what's those, 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 one that
2: you don't that what, either you. I think Allagash would Alagash. definitely be it just oh, seems yeah. like Allagash just seems yeah. like the pulling that out the big fucking gun It
1: just be. it just yeah. that would just mean a lot it would just mean an absolute be, shit I though. mean
2: that'd yes. be cool yes Well I don't know well, for if sure. anyone if could, could if do it anyone, anyone I mean, knew, knew
1: did anyone I mean I know that um Jim Hennessy was uh, was key in getting Alagash in here a very very long time ago. and I know that uh or, and I know that they've they kind of were passed around for a while and then and then wisely kind of pulled back Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i just think it'd be cool to finally i think i think people are ready for them again
0: i think so yeah and it'd be
1: great to to do that parish i think is the other one that i really would uh, we are we are working we are actually kind of trying to get parish so maybe that one shouldn't count But uh, but Allagash is one I think that is kind of like they've said, like, we're not fucking going to do something like that again. And I'd, I'd like to change their mind.
2: That'd be awesome. Awesome. Well, because you need to get home before you get into trouble. We need to get home before I get into trouble. All that good stuff.
0: And I need what, to use the restroom.
2: <laughs> what would you like to plug about Adina? What do you want to make sure? And this is taking, this is 100% stealing since you were cast in the gnome. Yeah. What do you want people to know about Adina that maybe they don't know? Just, just tell us about Adina. Let people know. Where to find you?
1: Well, I I just think that people should go to uh, our great customers that that have great craft beer, like BC's, um, you know, places like this that are, you know, really taking craft beer seriously. There's just, it's kind of funny, we were talking, there's just the, these kind of craft beer meccas are, you know, I think still very important, and Mm -hmm. it can be easy to be distracted by other kinds of venues, but this is to me what craft beer is at its essence where you have knowledgeable staff, great variety, and this has always been how you know, I started 10 years ago I mean, I never was the kind of person to go to a craft brewery, it was always I was going to go to craft beer bar, I was going to go to Bob's Bar in Columbus, I was going to go to Dilly Deli I was going to go to Dutch's, you know Jungle Gyms, that kind of thing those places, I feel like, were always as enlightening, if not more enlightening, as far as what the craft beer world was really about. And I think that's maybe just my bias. I've always been, you know, I've always been selling to those places. But even before then, you know, I think that that's kind of where if people wanted to know, you know, help Adina out, it's go to the go to the great customers. You know, I'll be honest, Listerman, Brink. Wooden Cast Darkness and Alexandria are fantastic local breweries. You should definitely go check those out as well. There you go. And, and also try and find a beer on, the on shelf if you a chance.
2: Search for Adina Distributing on Facebook. And are you do you guys have Twitter? We have Instagram. Instagram. We don't Instagram have Twitter. Okay. Okay. So Instagram we do. and we Facebook. Don't use Look for Adina Brewing because they will let you and know distributing adina distributing you know it's it's eventually you guys will be a brewery chain. that's i'm <laughs> no, just throwing that out there no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but look them up they post amazing stuff about the amazing breweries that they're bringing into cincinnati michael thank you so so you so this much for being here thank
0: you
1: michael
2: anytime you want to swing by
1: yeah anytime come
2: on and do it you know where we are every tuesday it. come
1: on all right be careful i will uh, hey nope, absolutely
2: we'll all right we will see you guys later
0: cheers
1: see you guys